This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Astros lead the A's 6-3, bottom of the ninth inning. Ken Giles on to try and get the save for the Astros. Giles 10 for 10 and save chances. 0-1 with a 4.980 RA. This is another Astros podcast. Here's the 0-2. At the knees, strike three, and that is the ball game. The Houston Astros win their sixth in a row, defeating the Oakland A's tonight by a final score of 6-3. to three. Pitch, and Gattis drills this one deep to left field. That'll send back Canna at the wall, looking up. See you later! Three-run home run for Evan Gaddis, and the Astros lead it 4-1. to one. Gaddis goes yard for the 11th time this year. Early in the season, I was struggling. And, you know, I wasn't going to go back. I was going to stick with whatever I was doing in the process and then maybe fine-tune some stuff. Um, and uh, that's what I was hoping to get to this, you know, try to get through that. You know, Gaddis said he, he attributes his hot streak right now to, to not thinking as much at the plate. Feels good about his routine, the way he takes batting practice and just goes up to the plate looking for a pitch he can hammer. Keeping it simple sounds pretty good. What was it Yogi Berra said? You can't think and hit at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Gaddis ropes this in the left center field. That's a base hit as Correa will score. The ball's going to skip all the way to the wall. Reddick tearing around third and coming home. Reddick will score. It's a two-run double for Evan Gaddis, and the Astros add to their lead. It's 6-2. to two. Playing another division team after a nice sweep in, in Texas. Uh, you guys keep rolling along, especially on the road. Yeah, no, we, we that's a great series uh, win, but also a series sweep against, you know, arguably our, our biggest rival, our in-state rival, and, and going up there and taking care of business the way that we did um, is a great feeling. You know, we're playing great on the road. We, we continue to pile up some wins. Uh, we have six more games on the road, so you want that to continue before we head home. But it, uh, what a great way to start a road trip. And Carlos Correa is coming back. He missed those four games. Uh, everything looks good. And Correa drills this deep to left field, and you can kiss that one goodbye. End of the second deck. And Carlos Correa on the first pitch he sees on his first swing after coming back after a four-game layoff makes it a 1-1 game. I am astonished at the quickness of the bat speed to Correa at that pitch up and in. That's one of the best swings we've seen him take all year. Okay, off day here in the Bay Area yesterday, and everybody enjoys that because it's such good weather out here. What'd you do? Uh, I went to Stanford like I, I usually do and catch up with some uh, some people from my past, and it's like my happy place. Palo Alto is a great city. It's nearby. Uh, get in a car, head down, you know, go to my favorite breakfast spot, go to my favorite uh, lunch spot, hit the, hit the, 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 the campus, uh, just have a nice, relaxing day. Okay, with that in mind, it's kind of a coincidence because I've got a Stanford University trivia uh, quiz for you. Ten questions, and to be honest, I took the quiz already, and I got five out of ten right. I expect you to get at least six or seven. That's, okay? a, that's a decent bar. Okay, here we go. Who was the first person after whom Stanford University was named when it was founded in 1891? Was it Governor Leland Stanford, Leland Stanford Jr., Jane Lathrop Stanford, or Stanford White? Leland Stanford Jr. That's correct. One for one. What property did the Stanford family use 
on which to build the campus, their horse breeding farm in Palo Alto, acreage overlooking the Pacific Ocean, attractive land near the governor's mansion or a mission church. It's a farm. It was a farm, yeah, two for two, very good. Who played Fred Stanford on Stanford and Son? Richard Pryor, Kevin Hart, Matt Boltz, Red Fox, or Robert Ford? Uh, I would love to see Boltsy do it, to be honest. So I'll, I'll just take the bullet and get the wrong answer and say Matt Boltz. That is incorrect. Which Stanford varsity football player won the Heisman Trophy in 1970? Toby Gerhardt, Jim Plunkett, Andrew Luck, or James Lofton? Jim Plunkett. Very good. What was the name of Stanford's pet cat whose name lives on in a popular local restaurant? Tootsie, Footsie, Bootsie, or Cutesie? <laughs> um, um, Tootsie. That is correct. What was Fred Stanford's son's name? Was it George, Ulieski, Carlos, or Lamont? Well, it's it's Samford. It's not Stanford. So you got that one wrong. Mm. Okay. Stanford has always been a co-educational institution. Is that true or false? Uh, that is true. Which presidential offspring graduated from Stanford in 2001? Was it Amy Carter, Michael Reagan, Jenna Bush, or Chelsea Clinton? Um, that would be Chelsea Clinton. Okay, that's very good. So you're eight for nine. This is the last one. When Fred would clutch his heart and cry out to his wife, what was her name? Was it Florida, Elizabeth, Elena, or Emma? <laughs> Emma. What, right? Is that right? <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea. Oh, oh, this is a big one. I'm dying. You hear that, Elizabeth? I'm coming to join you, honey. That's wrong. That was Elizabeth. Very good. <laughs> As Stanford and son, that's... Uh, Probably the favorite son, maybe, that Stanford has right now, A.J. Hitch. Thanks for catching up. <laughs> you got it. Back with more Astrolots right after this. The Houston Astros Radio Network. That is on the outside corner for strike three. Man, did he freeze him with that fastball at 97. Robert Ford. Steve Sparks. Charlie Stinkin' Morton. Thought it was Charlie Freakin' Morton. Something like that. This is the Houston Astros Radio Network. Welcome back. Robert Ford joined by Astros reliever Tony Sipp. Got to be used in some really key spots in the last series against the Texas Rangers. Great outing in particular on, on Saturday when you struck out three of the, the four batters you faced. Has to feel good to be pitching well and to be used in, in key spots. Uh, yes, it was uh, definitely, definitely a feel-good moment for me. 3-3 three, three ball game with two out in the bottom of the sixth inning. Profar at second represents the go-ahead run for the Rangers. Connor Falefa at first. They want to swing and a miss. Struck out Torinos on a splitter, and the inning is over. Back-to-back K's for Tony Sipp. Strands a pair. Rangers have now stranded 14, and they are 1 for 12 with runners in scoring position in this game. I was talking to Brett Strom, and he was telling me about the spin of my ball naturally like a rifle spin. The way he explained it, that it would be a lot better movement if I crossfire with the same spin. Certain guys have certain spin, and he's like, and I looked at your spin, and I think it'll be better. You'll have a better slider if you crossfire. The only thing is, is actually getting it to a spot and not leaving it middle. So made a good adjustment of changing my sights. You know, it just came off of suggestion from him, and I tried it, and I liked it better than where I was. Now, the bullpen is an area a lot of people don't know about in terms of what goes on during games because it's not really seen. The dugout, people see more of what's happening there, obviously on the field. What's the vibe like out in the bullpen? Obviously, the first few innings, usually you guys can kind of hang loose for a little bit since you're usually not going to be called upon. But what is what is the vibe? What is the mood in the bullpen early in games? Uh, I mean, early in the game is more relaxed. Yeah. Relaxed, joking around. A lot of guys like to play name that famous character where you give one word hints and try to figure out so like name like celebrities yeah like if you're trying to 
say like dark night, you can't say dark or night. <laughs> say pitch, the other guy say black or whatever. You know, yeah. you just try to like anything to pass the time early, but you can kind of feel. We'll follow along with the pitchers seeing what I've started that day is doing the guys, but like you can't lock it in from pitch one down there in the bullpen. So we try to keep it as light as possible. And once you start getting around the fourth, fifth, you'll start getting guys uh, like no more games. We're stretching out, getting loose, trying to follow along, trying to see possibly when AJ's going to use us or how he's going to use us. And I'll, as a lefty, I'll, I'll look at the left-handed slot. I usually have like two slots where I know I could probably be pop if it's left, right, left, or left switch, whatever. Right. Just try to follow along with him late in the game and just try to uh, try to be ready before he even calls. Tony Sip, thanks so much for joining us and continued success. Uh, thanks for having me. The Houston Astros Radio Network. And Alex Lyons is in the left center field. That's a base hit. Fisher around third and coming home. The throw to the plate. Not in time. Astros win. Astros win. Robert Ford. He's a baseball player. Alex Bregman. Steve Sparks. That's how you play baseball. The Houston Astros Radio Network.